Hello, everyone. Welcome to INE Live. Today is Tech Tuesday here at INE, and I'm your host, Catherine Brown, Public Relations Director here at INE. Hope you enjoyed those festive tunes leading up to today's stream. Thrilled to be here today with a couple members of INE's executive leadership team, giving you some insight into some projects we're working on, a sneak peek at some new things you can expect in the coming months, and we'll be answering your questions as well. First, a little bit of housekeeping as we do each time we stream on INE Live. Want to let you know we are, of course, streaming live across social media platforms right now, including LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Be sure to like and subscribe on the social media platform you're using so you can stay in the loop when we do go live. We want you to get involved and talk to us. I'm watching chat right now. Uh, we got the bearded IT dad in there, Cyber Lola, BSEC, all getting after it today. Talk to us, talk to others. We absolutely love to see that. We have a team monitoring chat. If you have a comment, drop it in. If you have a question, go ahead and put a cue at the beginning so we can find those questions easily and we'll get to as many as we can today. Today's format is a little bit different than normal. We have some topics that we want to get to and some specific things that we want to talk to you about. We'll save some time at the end for your questions, so go ahead and ask them. If we don't get to your question, we'll circle back and answer it in chat on social media. And with that, I will bring in uh, our guests, starting with Richard McLean, CEO here at INE. Richard has been with INE since 2007. He's done just about every job here from customer service to sales to IT. Richard's been CEO since 2018 and has recently led INE through a series of acquisitions, most recently that of Pentester Academy, which we'll be talking a little about today. Richard, thanks for being here. Hey, great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Also here with us today, Neil Bridges, Chief Content Officer for INE. Neil has been working with INE for several years. He's a former NSA hacker and one of the nation's top cybersecurity experts. He's currently leading the INE team through some major acceleration in terms of content, which we'll also be talking a lot about today. Neil, Richard, thank you so much. Welcome and uh, thanks for being here. Thank you so very much. Always awesome to be on, on sharing the camera with you. Awesome, awesome. All right, so so let's let's go ahead and get after. As many of you know, earlier this year, INE hosted our first major keynote event. Both of you were involved in that. It was called Redefine, and we laid out some pretty specific promises about things we were going to be working on for the rest of the year and into 2022. So today, we're here to talk about some of those promises and to update you on where we are in terms of development and release of some really exciting new ventures. First up, we promised you a new way to experience INE. We promised to bring you free and valuable content directly to you wherever you are and give it to you live. It's what we do each week here on INE Live. We're so excited about it. We officially launched in September since then. We've hosted nearly two dozen live streams, bringing in some amazing experts, influencers, and industry leaders. We love being here each week and interacting directly with you. And we have some big plans for INE Live in 2022. So stay tuned for more news there. But Richard, I want to talk to you a little about this. You, you and I first spoke about the concept of INE Live earlier this year in the spring. You came to me and said it was something that was a big priority for you. You wanted a platform like this. Um, can you talk a little about why having a platform like this is so important to you? Yeah, I think a few reasons. One, I mean, we want to make sure that we are kind of staying and interacting with the community as much as possible um, with the students that we have on the platform and, and get that you know feedback on a weekly basis. And we also want to provide them with you know valuable insights, whether it's you know stuff that doesn't really fit into the standard training, um, things about like you know how to how to advance your career, or how you know what to post on LinkedIn to, to be noticed by recruiters if you're looking for a job, or um, you know some topics that are kind of ancillary to the training that we do teach. So uh, I think it's a really great platform and a really great venue to um, really publish out videos which might not be necessarily. 
um, you know, fit within the catalog of training per se, but, and also really be able to interact and get questions and feedback uh, directly from the community. Yeah, I know that was one of the things that was really important um, early on when you and I were speaking about it was just, you know, you wanted personally, but also, um, you know, have instructors and other members of the uh, executive leadership team and other team members from INE to really be able to, to get in there and get involved on a one-on-one -on -one basis with, with students and with the audience. Yeah, 100%. And then I think also giving our instructors an ability to, you know, test some topics and do different things that, you know, might not necessarily fit into the standard uh, flow from a, a learning path perspective. So I think it's a really great platform. Um, really, you know, really want to keep building it out and keep you know, executing on a weekly basis and, and really reaching out to the community even more. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just looking at chat right now. One of the things that I personally have loved to see is um, people in chat who they could live anywhere, but um, coming back week after week and almost developing these relationships with each other, right? Um, getting to know each other. And um, when we're talking about topics or we have some instructors or experts or whatever on the stream, um, well, you see people in chat and they are answering each other's questions and they're getting to know each other. And that um, has just been really cool for me to see. Like I'm in here right now, the, the bearded IT, I mentioned him earlier because he's, he's always here. Um, but you know, he's, he's talking to other members. He's talking to BSEC, Cyber Lola, Frederick Silas. Um, it, it's just, it's been very cool for me to see the audience um, really getting involved and, and you know, embracing this concept. Neil, I know you love to see that as well. I, I do, and and I just I want to reiterate kind of like what Richard is talking about and what you're talking about, like the 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 success that we've had for INE Live, um, you know, since we've done it, since we've we put this together, has been utterly amazing. Um, as Richard mentioned, um, it's a way for us to get additional content out to uh, out to folks, allow them to meet the instructors, test out new content. Um, just I want to put some things in perspective, right? Instead of just lauding about the the kind of generalities of it, we've done, as Catherine mentioned, uh, close to two dozen uh, INE Lives. Uh, over the course of the last few months, just in terms of live views, we've got over 2,000 live views. Catherine, I think you yourself said that as you're looking at the metrics, over 30,000 views in our in our just a few months that we've yeah. been doing this. And we've covered topics, and I've got the list here. We've done a, a future of cloud. We've talked about meeting the red team instructors. We've got an AMA with cybersecurity experts. We've had experts for like Cisco's Jason Goulion, where they've been able to sit down and talk with Brian McGann about uh, uh, networking challenges, incident response in the cloud, sitting down with real world discussions about uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning with some of our, our data science uh, instructors. And, it, and so it's that level of interactivity, that level of one-on-one -on -one time, you know, in a way that you can get with the instructors to ask those questions about everything that, that, that is going on at INE from a training perspective, from a career perspective, it has gotten to a whole new level of reaching, you know, you all, you know, from a learning perspective that I just, I can't even begin to say how proud I am of. What uh, what's been your favorite INE live stream, Neil? I've I I been involved in a few of them. I, I utterly love any time that we get to sit down and do any of the AMAs or ask me anythings with the audience. So when we sat down yeah. with Vivek and we did the we announced the the joining of forces with Pentester Academy, we had so many questions and, and, and I know Vivek and I and, and Richard were so excited to share the future and we're gonna get to some of that here in a little bit of what we wanted to do and what we want to accomplish with the Pentester Academy um, you know, partnership. Um, that anytime that I can sit down and talk directly to folks and answer questions, that is absolutely the the, the best fun that I have on INE Live. Yeah. Um, so we, we love INE Live. Thank you guys for, for making this a success. We really obviously couldn't do it without our audience being in there and, um, and being 
involved and engaged and just keep it up. Love to see that. Um, you know, another phrase that you have heard a lot from the INE team this year is hands-on labs. And that's what I want to transition to right now. Have you heard that enough from us? Do you think hands-on labs? Have we emphasized that <laughs> enough <laughs> and the importance of that? Um, you know, it's because we can't overstate the value of practical hands-on components of learning. And we've spent the last several months in particular really drilling down into ways to deliver the best lab platform that we've ever experienced to you. Richard, I, uh, I, well, I want to get to you now because I know that revamping the lab platform is something that, that has been a huge undertaking on your part, something that's been a, a huge priority and, and really is, is like a passion project for you. Um, yeah, I mean, I think first of all, like the, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there in our space and the education space, um, all throughout, you know, universities, all the way to trade schools and, you know, even, you know, the Udemy's and, and places like that. And I think that, you know, one of the things that really is missing is the practical hands-on application side. Um, you know, and really being able to experience what it's like in a real world scenario, but kind of in a safer space, whether it's a, a cyber range or on a, on a you know, pre-made uh, networking lab equipment. And so I think like just, you know, our background at INE had always been the hands-on first. I mean, we built out a data center in Reno with, you know, over 150 full-scale corporate networks in there um, and put out thousands of pages of, of workbooks that were dedicated to, you know, the hands-on training side. Um, and as we've kind of grown and expanded into other areas, we really wanted to keep that foundation. We really wanted to build upon that. Um, and, you know, we were going at it on our own. We had we e-learn had e security that we acquired. Um, they had a lab platform. That was the primary reason we kind of invested there. Uh, was to move into cybersecurity and also the, the practical lab platform that was with that as well. Um, and then we started looking like, how do we expand this even further? Uh, and that's when Pentester Academy kind of came on the radar. Um, we had some sit downs with, with Vivek and, and the, the platform was just really next level um, from a technology standpoint and from the capability standpoint. And right now today, I think we have kind of the world's leading hands-on platform and, and really it's a great moment to be able to kind of share that with the instructors and share that with the content creators and really being able to build next level content on top of that. And, and that's really what we're, we're focused on right, right now. So uh, as, as PR director here at INE, you won't hear me say this very often, but um, Richard, I want you to take off your CEO hat for just a second. <laughs> um, and, and I just want you to talk to the audience and, and, and let, Give us your take on the labs because I have talked to you a million times and you get like giddy, like a complete little kid when you're talking about these labs and how much fun they are and how exciting they are. Just kind of give us, give us your review and your take on the labs and, and, and what it means for training as a whole going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think just, I mean, I think the, you really can't understate how important it is to be able to experience the technology. Um, you know, my background was in software, software engineering, and you know, you can't sit through lecture after lecture and never get on a keyboard and, and type some code out. Uh, it's just never going to work. Um, and so like, you know, I personally love doing these labs and having, I mean, I, I personally think that this stuff is so much fun. Um, whether you're trying to exploit a windows machine or whether you're, 
doing some uh, data science analysis and pandas with a Jupyter notebook installed locally, what, whatever it may be, but you like getting in and hands-on is the stuff that's really fun. Um, and I think that we really want to be able to get training into a spot where it's, it's really engaging and you want to be there. You want to do it because it's so fun and engaging. Um, and I think the lab platforms and, and all the labs that are going with that are, are fundamental into making that happen. Um, and, and we all have, you know, huge competition for time, uh, whether it's work, school, uh, Netflix and YouTube. Um, and I think like having an alternative that is like fun and educational and really promotes growth within your career. I think that's what we're, we're, that's what we're shooting for. And that, that to me is the most exciting thing that, that we're really working on right now. Catherine, I want to jump in here on this one because I, 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 I have a, I have a, I have a similar take, but but I have a very personal story that that I do enjoy sharing with this. Right, is is when we were building the the first functional training unit at the Air Force, right? We focused very heavily on that split between cognitive and demonstrative learning. Right, the the mental challenges that come with learning and the the hands-on piece that that came with learning, and and it used to be that labs were you heard Richard mention, you know, having these racks and renos to to simulate. Um, you know, full-size enterprise networks. That's a that's a very costly endeavor for a lot of learners to 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 get on board with, and it really inhibits and really creates a barrier to entry that I don't think people realize. Um, whether it's cybersecurity, whether it's networking, whether it's cloud, um, you know. You know the lab environments um you represent a barrier to entry because it is a fiscal investment it is a time investment and so as we've seen you know the 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 trends change from you know a predominantly cognitive environment because of the high cost of lab environments to a lower cost to be able to have these these types of lab environments with the innovation of cloud with uh, virtualization things like that um demonstrative hands-on approaches to learning have become so incredibly important um, you know to to every person out there who's trying to get into their their dream career field whether you're a transition in whether you're coming out of college whatever the case is and, and so I've never been really good at, at the, the the cognitive piece of learning I've always excelled at the demonstrative piece and so to watch us to be able to take that that level of um, of, of uh, barrier to entry if you will lower that barrier to entry be able to provide folks um, you know with some of the things that, that we're going to show you even today um, some of the stuff that we've got in the future when it comes to the lab environments and be able to offer that up to folks and be able to give them the opportunities to really experience enterprise environments, enterprise networks, whether you're looking for your Cisco uh, CCIE, whether you're just trying to become a network architect or a network engineer, whether you're working in the cybersecurity space or whether you're trying to be a cloud architect, our ability to be able to provide you that in a demonstrative lab-based environment with a low cost of entry um, is something that really touches my heart, really makes me so incredibly proud to be part of, uh, of INE and be able to bring that to, to folks out there because it's truly gonna transform people's lives when it, when it comes to their career. Yeah, I, I know that you both, uh, along with just about every, every other person here at INE is so passionate um, about these, specifically the new labs um, and, and just the, the accessibility that they're going to offer people. Uh, Neil, I think you, you, you put together a little video, is that right? I did. I did. I'm going to ask the uh, before we before I ask the production team to run the video. I just want to kind of preface this. We did. Um, um, we've got a little video here. It's going to kind of highlight, um, you know, as best we can, what we think um, some of the newest innovative parts are and how we're utilizing this lab. Um, you're going to see kind of two uh, two different ways, two different ways that we're using this technology. Most of you are probably familiar with Pentester Academy on the cybersecurity side. You've seen the some 2,200 labs that they they have available for them on cybersecurity. Um, I'm super excited to have. Um, 
um, you know, watched Vivek and his team really kind of latch on to the, the, the concepts and the ideas that um, our cloud team and our network team have had. And really am excited to kind of show you some innovative ways that we're implementing that PTA uh, architecture uh, into cloud and into networking. So with that, I'll ask production to, to kind of show that video real quick. Hello everybody, my name is Brian McGann. I'm the Director of Networking Content here at INE. And I'd like to share with you through a brief demonstration how our new automated lab infrastructure works. And if we scroll down into this, we can see that this playlist is made up of a number of videos, quizzes, and now labs. So if we click on the first lab, OSPF single area configuration, this is gonna open up the page that shows us the logical topology diagram which we can open larger in a new window. It shows us the task instructions and then the final solution configs for what we need to do on the specific routers or switches. Now normally what it would also show here on the right is the start lab button and then a drop down that allows you to choose your region in the cloud whether this be US West, US East, Europe or Asia Pacific which is going to make the latency or the response time to the remote desktop better if you choose a region that is closer to you geographically. So you click on the Start Lab button. It takes about two to three minutes to spin up the virtual environment. Then we click on Open Lab. And through a web proxy, it's going to open up the remote desktop to our remote virtual machines. So what's great about this solution is that you do not need VPN connectivity. You do not require outbound telnet or SSH from your network. The only thing you need is just web browsing to the cloud and then through our proxies it's going to open up the virtual environment. So from here we just double click on the device that we want to interact with and it opens up the console. From here we could run commands, for example show IP interface brief and you can see it, the response time is like you're on a local router almost but this is running in a virtualized environment. So I hope that you enjoyed this brief demonstration on our new lab infrastructure, and I hope that you get to use this in your upcoming studies with us here at INE. Thanks, everybody. This AWS Fundamentals Lab is intended for basic operations like creating virtual machines and S3 buckets. You can see here that I'm looking at the AWS Fundamentals Lab. It's an easy lab, and I'm going to go ahead and select to run this in the U.S. East region in AWS. So we click on run. You can see here that the lab environment does need a couple of seconds to spin up the account access. So we need about 25 seconds. And a couple of seconds later, you can see that I now have a lab link button and also have the ability to stop the lab. So let's click on lab link. And you can see that this takes us into accepting the terms and conditions. There are going to be limits within this lab, of course. We can only use the t2.micro instance type, for example. There's storage limits and other things like that. So I would read through this, accept the terms, and click on continue. We get a quick notice that the lab is still being built. And then just a second later, you see that I've got access credentials to the AWS lab account. So let's click on this link here. That'll take us to the IAM screen. And then we can just plug in the credentials that were on the previous screen. So the username is student. And this is the password. So we'll just go over here and plug that in. Sign into AWS. And you can see that we're signed into the console as an IAM user in this secured sandbox environment. And I can move on over to EC2. I could go over here and provision virtual machines and so on and so forth. When I'm done with the lab, I can head back over to AWS Fundamentals. I can click on Stop. That'll actually deprovision the lab. And with that complete, I can click on Mark Complete here. And we're good to go.
it never fails every single time i watch the, the those demos i get continuously amazed so what what for those who, who are wondering what you looked at just to make sure yes in the first video you saw brian mcgann talk about um us being able to virtualize a, a gns3 in that example to to do an ospf um uh, demo um it, it allows anybody anywhere in the world to through a browser without a vpn without needing a dedicated uh, you know piece of hardware to be able to actually practice and study for a wide range of any of their networking um, um you know type of skill sets that they're looking for and the second one you can see that we talk about um, some of the innovative stuff that we're we're you know we're doing with putting all of this stuff together in a in a singular platform so that you can access cloud technologies without necessarily the need for a bring your own license. Um, that was really just a, a very simple demonstration in terms of how you would spin up um, and how you would access the lab structure. If you think about all the great things that we're going to teach in the upcoming months when it comes to all the cloud content we're releasing, both on the AWS side, the Azure side, and eventually on the GCP side, you can just see how uh, self-contained and how easy it's going to be for us to to contextualize your training, provide you with these pre-built lab environments and be able to really bring that hands-on training, um, you know, across the board, um, innovatively in the networking space and in the cloud space. And then obviously in the um, in the cybersecurity space, we're going to continue to expand on the great work that Pentester Academy has done to be able to bring you updated labs for a lot of the, the familiar concepts that you're um, that you're used to from e-learn security or even new concepts that uh, just as Log4j, uh, you know, that we just happened to see over the weekend, being able to rapidly stand up and environments like that so that you, you can either do blue team uh, test with red team test with etc all through the board so um, as you can imagine I could I could talk forever about this there's one more thing though there's one more thing that I'm super excited to talk about um, when you look at that lab platform we're truly going to be able to do something that um, nobody else is doing out there um, we're going to be able to create a, a dynamic environment that is going to, um, you know, allow you to get instantaneous feedback for a lot of the learning objectives uh, that you would, you know, take as part of the different courses. So that instead of, um, you know, if you think about a typical uh, question and answer type of, uh, of an environment where you'd stand up a lab and then you'd go back over to a cognitive piece and you'd answer a bunch of questions. Did you do this? Did your IAM user look like that? What was the name of your S3 bucket? You know, things like that. That's a very typically what you would see in, in this type of environment. We're gonna be able to actually, through the API and through the Pentester Academy infrastructure, on the spot be able to give you real-time feedback and real-time assessment as to whether you've successfully accomplished a learning objective. So let's say that the learning objective is to create a, an S3 bucket, drop a file in there, um, we'll be able to tell you right there on the spot whether you've successfully been able to accomplish it or not. We're also working through the dynamic flag piece of it on the cybersecurity side so that um, as you're spinning up your lab environment and having to uh, accomplish specific tasks for yourself, uh, whether it's uh, you know brute forcing a password, whether it's uh, hacking into an active domain controller, uh, whatever the case is, you're gonna have a flag that is gonna be completely unique uh, to your person next to you. Um, and, and, and that's gonna allow for a lot of integrity in the exams and a lot of um, just assurance that, that, that your demonstrative approach to how you solve problems um, is true, is valid, and is unique to the to the folks that are uh, that are also taking the course with you. So, again, I could I could I, we've got little time on this uh, on, on this live stream, Catherine. As you can tell, I get crazy passionate about just the work that we've done in the last couple months that we've we've had, you know, Pentester Academy, and looking forward to the things that we're going to do. Um, I'll, I'll kind of stop and pause and, and turn it back over to you for that one. <laughs> you know, I love the passion. We are all so passionate about this. I think that's one of the things that um, is a real differentiator between uh, between I and E. And and a, and a lot of other platforms that you can choose. Um, one of the things that we talk a lot about uh, is 
our, our students' careers, right? Uh, and we have spent a lot of time this year talking about career paths. This is a huge undertaking. Designing these is something no other tech training company is doing, and it is going to make your learning experience better, period. At Redefine, earlier this year, we showed you a demonstration of what a career path in data science might look like. We're still in the process of building these out, but Richard, I want to bring you in to talk a little about where we stand now with career paths and what we can expect in the coming months in regard to that. Uh, certainly, and then I just want to follow up on the on the lab on the lab stuff real quick. Uh, I know we've talked this to death, but uh, you know, uh, in, in all my in all my years at INE, we had really worked to create a just in time lab platform. Um, and as as some of the viewers can probably attest, you know, there was uh, very a lot of different iterations of the scheduler and the eight hour time slots, and it was. It was very, uh, you know, you kind of almost had to like predict when you were going to be able to study in order to get a time slot. Um, and then we had graded labs on top of that. And, and it was just a, you know, a very cumbersome process. And to see this kind of where you click it from the browser launches, you know, near instantly uh, is, is just amazing. And I, I'm so excited for the future of what, what we're going to do with this technology. All right, so I uh, just wanted to follow up with that. But career paths, um, really wanted to give students a way to visualize uh, how these technologies are interconnected and how these technologies can lead into uh, job roles and job requirements. Uh, so spending a lot of time on the research side of this to build out career paths across all the technologies and all of the, I would say, the, t the tech stacks that we really focus on, uh, whether it's cloud, networking, cyber, uh, and data science as well. And, and like you mentioned, Catherine, we did go through kind of a, a high level of data science and what that looks like. Um, I can kind of give you an update, a, a, you know, really a visual update here on kind of where we're at um, and, and go through just an example of a, a network engineer. If you can share my screen there. Awesome. Um, you know, really looking at this from a, a role perspective. Right. And, and I think all of us kind of visualize our careers uh, differently, um, but I really want to put it in kind of a, a mapping view so that, you know, I, I, you know, it's without GPS. How do you get from point A to point B uh, if you don't understand the overall context of where you're coming from? Right. And where you're going. And I think that's really what the, uh, the focus of career pass is trying to do is really bring it into context so that you kind of can see from the get go or from the midpoint uh, what your options are and where you can go to. Uh, so if we look here, we look at this, uh, you know, I just want to give a quick example of a network engineer and we can kind of view the path here and we can see uh, a network engineer has kind of, you know, goes from novice to expert. Uh, we've kind of predefined nine job roles here so far. Uh, it's made up of 67 courses. There's four exams and 12 certifications along this pathway or possible paths. Um, really coming out with the, the salary ranges and we kind of want to get this uh, more uh, localized to region as well, um, but kind of see the global demand of where where network engineers are are really popular. Where kind of you can expect to find find positions. We know there's there's hot spots in Texas, California, uh, and up in the Northeast here in the U.S. Uh, and also looking at kind of where the technical skills lie to soft skills and management skills. And we're going to break this down even further when it comes to those tech skills. Uh, but then we can kind of go through uh, the path itself. Went the wrong way there. 
Uh, and we can kind of see like a junior network administrator, this may be a good, a good starting point for a network engineer. Uh, kind of see the skill levels in terms of the routing and switching, security, DevOps, and kind of see what, what percent of those make up this overall uh, junior network administrator and also what certifications uh, one might kind of uh, aspire to get to or have already completed uh, within this career path. And as we resume through that, we can kind of see the, the overall networking, the network engineer career path to a network architect, for example, um, and, and what this specific career path looks like and how you might go from a junior network administrator, um, you know, to the senior level network engineer after five years of experience. Um, and then if we just break down and we look at one of those kind of areas, you can see there's certifications associated with it and also uh, courses and a pathway through those courses um, kind of broken down by those specific technologies. Um, so overall, a really, a really, you know, kind of, I think a, a really great way to visualize and for the student to walk through um, how to get, how to navigate job roles and careers uh, within the space. And I think we, we want to bring this out even further so that you're branching. Uh, you may start out as that uh, network administrator and realize cybersecurity is more uh, more suited for you and being able to show you kind of the visualizations on those branches as well. And so really super excited to be bringing those out soon. You know, it's, it's awesome to see, um, you know, an example of what uh, is possible out there. We're getting a lot of love on chat for these. Uh, Mcrow2481 says the career paths will be game changing. Um, and, and we certainly agree with that. Um, one of the things that is, is very cool about the career paths, um, Richard, and I know you know this, is that it really does mark those milestones, um, regardless of what they are, those career milestones. And uh, one of those milestones certainly is certifications. Right now, we as a company at INE have 14 certifications on the market. We are super proud of them. They've grown tremendously in status over the years. They're now widely accepted and uh, even demanded in many job applications. And we're continuing to work to increase that visibility and build a strong ecosystem around the value of these certifications. And we are also venturing into creating net new certifications in cloud, cybersecurity, data science, and networking. We have talked a little about that this year and sort of building up the anticipation. Um, Richard, can you talk about our journey in that space uh, as far as starting these net new certifications and, and where we are there? Uh, certainly, it, you know, I, I, I love certifications because like you said, they are that milestone that is a mental milestone uh, and, and, and sometimes a physical or, or a digital one as well, but that you can share, you can post, you can be, you know, celebratory of that you've completed, you know, so far in your progress. And I, and I love that aspect of it. And I think from a, you know, a, a recruiter or the, you know, the doorkeeper, the doorkeepers to, to jobs and stuff like that, it does help their role as well, kind of eliminate some people that, that might not be qualified for the role they're looking for. Uh, so overall, you know, I, I, I really love certifications. I think it's a very viable uh, alternative to a lot of traditional education as well. As you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of that too. So, um, but when we came about it, looking at certifications and we, you know, really, uh, went through a lot of diligence on when we acquired eLearn Security and looking at the certifications there and looking at, you know, what made those certifications successful. And, and um, really kind of the takeaway was, you know, we need to be focused on the differentiator of what we and only we can provide. And I think that that's where, um, you know, we have kind of extended out 
you know, the duration of betas for the cloud serves and stuff like that is really focusing in on what is the, what is the differentiator that we can provide someone, uh, the value that we can provide versus someone like a Microsoft or AWS or someone like that, who is kind of, uh, their interests are really their own certifications. And that, you know, you, you know, provide allegiance to their platform and their platform alone, or, you know, someone like Cisco who provides like a CCIE, um, you know, is really, you walk into a data center today and, you know, in this day and age, and, and it's not all Cisco equipment sitting there, right? Uh, there's Juniper, F5, HP, stuff like that, that, you know, is, is, is in there as well. And, and people who get at these jobs, they also need to know how to use this equipment. Um, and the same is true with the cloud space, right? You don't, uh, you know, you look at the cloud as different options for different opportunities uh, based on what problem you're trying to solve. Um, for example, if you're trying to do nested virtualization, you know, Microsoft Azure is a better platform for you than something like AWS uh, on those EC2 instances in terms of cost. Uh, so there are a lot of different factors. And, you know, we, we, don't want, we don't want to be vendor ignorant. We want to be vendor agnostic when we come out with certifications. And we want to make sure that people are well-rounded in the experience that they're getting and the training that they're getting to really have a, a meaningful certification behind it that has a lot of value in the industry and is practical in kind of the day-to-day -day of what's actually happening in the real world. And, and so I think we want to really focus on creating certifications that don't exist in the market. Um, and, and being kind of independent, it really helps benefits us in terms of what value we can provide to the students. Yeah, um, with, you know, one of the things you and I were talking about when we were prepping for this is when the acquisition of Pentester Academy, it sort of opened uh, opened the doors in terms of creating certifications for, for a lot of different uh, verticals, Richard. I think this part is uh, huge. I mean, I think the certifications themselves uh, are great and the Q&A part is the cognitive piece is very important. Um, but. You know, I would say more important than that is really the hands-on component. And you know, we wanted, we were really trying to get a uh, our, our first class certification released by the end of the year. We had gone through betas on that, um, and then you know, we the the PTA acquisition did take a lot a, a lot longer than we anticipated. But uh, but we really wanted to wait until we had a hands-on component to that certification to release it. And I think that this is something that you know, also differentiates the value in terms of the student, the value in terms of a potential employer uh, as well, is that you know, you know that this person has, has gone through a hands-on component, a hands-on testing, has been on AWS, Azure, uh, GCP potentially as well, uh, and, and gone through steps, has set up an EC2 instance, has been verified. Uh, and I think that part is massive. Right. It's not it's not just a multiple choice test that you take. It's also a, a hands on experience that you go through. And I think that is where we can really add some value in the industry and really provide uh, a great value to to our students. All right. So meat and potatoes here. Uh, Neil, I'm going to bring you in for this one. <laughs> A lot of you uh, participated or have at least heard about uh, the betas that we were running earlier this year. Uh, and first of all, thank you if you did participate in that. It is invaluable uh, for us as we go down this certification pathway. Um, but the, the first certification, the INE Certified Cloud Associate, uh, which will, as Richard uh, said, be released in, uh, in Q1 of 2022. Neil, I want to bring you in to talk a little about this certification. What 
what's the differentiator here? What makes the ICCA so different than any other cloud certifications out there on the market right now? Thanks, Catherine. And, and I want to reiterate to my thanks to everybody who participated in the betas. Um, this was INE's uh, first attempt at doing net new certifications. I want to thank the entire uh, you know instructional design team and the instructor team that put in a lot of effort in terms of designing these betas. To Richard's point, we wanted to create a certification that mattered. We want you all to have that street cred um, when you get when you get through one of these certifications and you get out there into the workforce. And so there was a lot of effort and a lot of time that was put in by the entire team. Um, um, gathering metrics, gathering statistics, looking at standards, looking at some of the most widely accepted um, certifications that are out there on the market. Um, and then obviously we wanted to add that hands-on component um, you know, through the PTA acquisition. And so there was a lot of data analytics and a lot of standardization that we wanted to put into this certification. We want this certification to be uh, the standard that you could come to expect from all INE certifications. And so the um, uh, what you all were probably familiar with, which was the uh, the cloud fundamental cert over the summer. When you look at the career paths that Richard demonstrated, we talked a lot about having things mapped to job roles. We realized that we needed to give you a better title. That's one of the reasons we did the beta that we did. And so we came to the realization that you all needed to have one that matched a job role that you're going to be looking for when you go out there into the real world. Thus, the name change is going to be changing from the INE fundamentals to the INE uh, certified cloud associate. That that way you, your employer knows that when you take this certification, you are ready to be that cloud associate in any workplace that you're gonna be a part of. Secondly, as we get through the um, um, the, the demonstration that you saw earlier from the cloud labs, you can see that we are, um, we obviously didn't show you any of the uh, the, the test exam uh, hands-on pieces. That'd be a little bit of a uh, test compromise. So we wanted to kind of give you a taste to show you how easy it is going to be for you to take those demonstrative portions um, of that certification. And we are adding those demonstrative portions to that certification so that you're gonna have a relative cognitive piece, which you all mostly experienced through the betas over the summer, um, as well as the hands-on piece that you can see uh, that, that we are developing as well. And so you're going to be able to go to market with that certification that says that you understand cloud concepts, you understand how to put your hands on a keyboard and do cloud technology type related activities, and you understand that at the associate level so that you can go forth and you can do those job roles that are associated with a cloud, um, uh, with a cloud associate. And so with that being said, I'm super excited uh, that that's going to be coming out in Q1. Um, that will set the standard on terms of uh, what you can expect from INE certifications moving forward. Um, this also does include, as we go through an update, um, you know, you know, like you know, uh, certifications that you are familiar with, like the uh, the EJPT and the uh, the ECPPT and the PTX. Those will also be on this new technology as well, where we're going to be utilizing uh, that PTA infrastructure to do the dynamic flag injection. And so a lot of the challenges that we've had with labs in the past, those will go away and we'll be able to bring a lot of this innovation to you with the new platform as well. Yeah, and there are some, uh, also in terms of the, the technical aspect of these certifications, there are some pretty cool things when it comes to, to auto grading and the, uh, the dynamic flag injection that you were um, referring to earlier, Neil. Absolutely, and, and I think that the, the the exciting part about specifically the cloud one, because that's going to be the first one that's going to go out there with that auto grading, um, we're going to be able to tell a student right there on the spot that their demonstrative approach to how they solve the challenges in the exam um, 
make them qualified to, uh, to, to, to be on that platform and to operate uh, those, those types of learning objectives. And so instead of having to, you know, you know, answer questions based on what you've done, or instead of having to wait weeks upon weeks to, for any type of, um, of exam grading, you're going to be able to know that you've, you've uh, been successful in that demonstrative hands-on approach. Yeah, a, a, a lot of excitement coming up. Richard, anything else that you want to add in terms of uh, the certifications, the, uh, you know, on, on that front? Looking into 2022, I mean, just to just to reiterate the points. I mean, the dynamic flag injection with like a you know kind of a, as we would call it, anti cheats capture the flag almost. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of test banks get get dumped. Um, you know, I mean, even even like you said in 2007 when I when I first came to INE, I mean, we had there were there were a lot of cheat databases for a, different, a number of different certifications and. Um, you know, I do think that that eventually erodes the credibility of the certifications. Um, and so we're, you know, we're trying our best to protect against that. And, and we got some great people on the team. I mean, you know, Vivix, when we talk about this with Vivix and the dynamic injection, you know, he's like, well, we need to go through and make sure we also wipe the memory inside of this bank. And because like you could, uh, you know, and, and just the level of detail going through uh, is, is amazing. Um, and so really looking forward to the, the, you know, the, all the new certifications that we're going to be coming out with in, in 2022 based on this. Yeah. Uh, someone in chat said epic and, uh, I have to agree. It's going to be, it's going to be pretty cool. All right. Shifting to, uh, also, to, we're also kind of expanding out our, uh, our, you know, reach as well in terms of, uh, hiring people on staff that are dedicated to certifications and dedicated to. Uh, creating awareness for the, you know, on behalf of INE and, and the students that uh, take those certifications. So uh, we get a lot of questions on the community about, you know, what what can we do to kind of help promote these certifications as well and get these out there. And, you know, we are, we are staffing up to really double down on the outreach um, to make sure that these certifications are, um, that everybody is kind of aware of the testing and all this kind of, all this work that goes into creating uh, certifications as well. So really trying to, you know, add, add value on that front as well. Yeah. And get that plug in there too. I and E is hiring. <laughs> we have, a, we have a lot to accomplish in 2022. We need the bodies That's to right. do it. Right. That's right. Um, all right. Speaking of that new courses at our redefine event, uh, we promise a much more aggressive cadence of new course releases. Neil, uh, this is your baby. Your team's been working very hard to push out dozens of new courses for INE students uh, over time, and you are not slowing down. Can you update us on, on what's been released and what's in the what's in the queue? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and I think our promise was that, that when we talked at Redefine, what I wanted everybody to get an expectation of is that you can expect new courses on a monthly basis coming out of the team across all the verticals. And, and I'm very, very happy to say that we have indeed achieved that goal. Um, we've exceeded it in, in, in several of the cases. Just to kind of bring some statistics around, um, in terms of networking, we've released 43 you know, new, new courses and new boot camps um, you know, this year. Cloud 29, Cybersecurity 26, Data Science 19. Um, we've We've really exceeded kind of uh, the expectation when it comes to the number of net new courses that you are going to be able to get. Um you know, coming out of our uh, coming out of our organization. When we look at some of the things that have gone onto the platform, and, and you know, this is some stuff that depending on what vertical you're in, whether you're you know looking at networking, working at cybersecurity, you may not necessarily have seen. 
um, you know, per particular in terms of courses, but um, we've done uh, some incident uh, incident handling uh, and response with uh, with uh, AWS Cloud. Um, we've implemented Cisco SD LAN on the networking side. We've done IHRP Cloud Fundamentals. Um, we've uh, done some hybrid cloud networking. We've also done some OSPF with uh, for IPv4 and IPv6 ne networks. We've done uh, automating Cisco ACI with Python. And so there's a lot of stuff that has been hitting the uh, the, the the platform from a uh, uh, from a concept perspective on monthly basis. A lot of you have asked for cloud pen testing. We've done both cloud pen testing courses as well as cloud pen testing boot camps that are there. We've done a digital forensics and incident response in the cloud. And so we've doubled down not only on our commitment to you to do more cloud related content, but also to hit those uh, points that you are interested in both in pen testing and the incident response side. And so if you are if you are on the platform, do make sure that you are going to look at those new courses. We plan on increasing those number of courses, increasing that number of content production as we roll into 22, um, you know, we've hired uh, pretty aggressively in Q3 and Q4, um, you know, of, of 21, brought on new blue team instructors, brought on um, uh, new red team instructors. We've increased our cloud, um, our cloud hiring pretty significantly and brought on a DevOps instructor um, as, as well as a, a new content director in that area. And so we're, we're very, very excited for the, the increased amount of content production that's going to come out across all the areas in 22. Yeah, um, Richard. I know you've been the uh, sort of the, the driving force with your foot heavy on the heavy on the gas pedal when it comes to, to new courses. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think for us, it's really exciting looking at some of the things around, uh, like I mentioned, like things that other people aren't really doing. Uh, you know, container security um, courses that you know Neil mentioned the the hybrid cloud, uh, you know, uh, the hybrid cloud courses, which are you know, on-prem, mixed with cloud. These are these are real-world applications that are happening today. You you might have a data center uh, with sensitive data, then you know VPC into an AWS instance, and you know uh, there's not there's not a whole lot of, of training on that. And so I think that's where we can really uh, add a lot of value in the industry is by putting out some training around these you know hybrid cloud solutions. Yeah, I want to I want to kind of piggyback on the hybrid cloud too because one of the ones that we um, we do have on the horizon since since Richard talked about uh, our kind of us paving the way into the hybrid cloud stuff. Um, we mentioned um, the the you know when you look at the cloud space, you know whether you may be working on AWS or Azure or GCP. Um, a lot of the moves that you see us making in the cloud side um, is really to get to a point where we're able to get folks ready for a, a multi-cloud uh, type of job role as well as we see that that evolve uh, additionally. And so hybrid cloud um, and multi-cloud are two places that we're really starting to take the content in terms of focusing on as well. And, and I know I'm not supposed to be reading chat, but I did I did see somebody say, uh, sounds like a lot of Cisco, where's Palo Alto? I just want to talk about that from a content perspective really fast, right? Because I think to Richard's point, the idea is not to be technology ignorant, but to be technology agnostic, right? And so when you look at things like the, the network engineer career paths, network architect career paths, the cloud architect career paths, um, we want you to understand how to do those technologies from a um, a technology agnostic perspective, but we also still want you to pursue the career paths and the specific technologies that a lot of you want to. And so we will not be ignorant of those technologies. We will continue to build in pipelines for you know a wide variety of technologies across cloud, across networking, um, you know throughout the gamut. This includes Cisco, Palo Alto, um, et cetera, Juniper on down the line. 
uh, as well as Azure at AWS and GCP. But the the strategy and the mantra is going to be, um, you know, we're going to try to be as technology agnostic across the career path as we see, while giving you those specializations that you need to to be specialized in those specific technologies areas to make sure that you're an expert in those areas. All right, shifting from training to security awareness training, because it's that, that is something that is hugely important uh, across the spectrum. It absolutely does not matter what business you're in, what you know industry you're in, it is critical and becoming more so uh, by, the, by the minute almost. Um, and I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about this because a few months ago we released a cybersecurity awareness training platform right out of the gate, made it free for all business users. It is free right now. You can go to our website uh, and find it. You can hop on, log on, create a login and, and, and get started right now. Uh, we hope that all of you are taking advantage of this award-winning platform um, because cybercrime is at an all-time high and ensuring your workforce is trained on best practices when it comes to security is a key first step in keeping your network and your data safe. Richard, I know this is something that you personally feel very strongly about um, and you wanted you, you did not want to charge for this feature. Um, you wanted everyone to have access for it, access to it. Yeah, I think that uh, you know, the, the number one cause of these security breaches are, are a lot of times, uh, you know, whether it's phishing emails or social engineering or, um, you know, a, a lot of the attacks are, are preventable, I think, with some, you know, vigilant employees on the team. Uh, and so really wanted to, you know, we acquired Mubavi, uh, you know, very reputable security awareness training, uh, I think that videos there and the, the phishing simulations are, are really top notch um, and, and engaging as well, not just uh, your boring, typical boring, uh, you know, security awareness videos, but really engaging. Uh, and so I really, really wanted to get that out into, you know, out into the wild, out for businesses and, and not, not have an expectation to make money off of it or anything like that, but really just try to protect people. Um, and protect the business, protect interest, and, and really make sure that, you know, and, and we look at the cases with, with hospitals and stuff like that. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, really trying to save lives, you know, so that's, uh, those are extreme cases, but I mean, just, just getting, getting it out there and getting it into people's hands, I think is invaluable. Yeah, you mentioned especially, the, uh... especially this time of year as well. I mean, it, the holidays really, uh, we really see a lot of social engineering and phishing uh, attempts during the holidays. Yeah, and you mentioned the uh, the hospitals. You know, this isn't something that's just, um, you know, you're, oh, make sure people don't, you know, click in an email or it could cost your business, you know, a little money and, and it doesn't affect employees or, or whatever. Um, you know, it, it can cost lives. And we, we saw that happen earlier this year um, with a hospital, which, um, you know, it, it is just critical and we, we can't overstate the importance of that. So um, one other area that, uh, that I want to move into really quickly as we're, we're rounding out our hour, um, is the importance of community. Earlier this year, we launched INE Community, and you guys have all made it very successful. You know, you are the ones who drive it with your comments, your questions, getting in there, helping each other learn. Our instructors also in there, helping people out when they get stuck on labs or courses uh, or quizzes. Richard and Neil, um, I know you both have a huge respect for the value of community. You both mentor people in the industry, and I wanted to just spend a little bit of time talking about the importance of community, whether it's in person, whether it's online. You know, we even talked about uh, the chat on these INE live streams um, and, and how that's building relationships. But I want to see if each of you can just take take a minute or so and talk about 
those relationships that you have and why being a part of a community is so important, particularly in this industry. Neil, we can start with you. Uh, yeah, I, thanks, Catherine. I think I, I, to talk about community is, is to talk about, you know, speaking to every single one of the, the, the folks out there that, 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 that take our content, that tune into these IONI live streams, that, um, you know, chat with our support team, that, you know, talk to, to, to myself about the, the content, give, give all of our instructors suggestions, participate in our betas. Um, the, the community is, is what makes, what I think what makes INE one of the best companies in the in the world to work for, right? We care so much about making sure that you have valid careers and that you have, you know, you know, meaningful careers and that you are able to meet those dreams that you have, whatever the career is that you want to be into. And I think that that's what I think that that's what makes it so awesome to have the interaction with everybody on the community.ine.com forums is to be able to see those questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? To be able to watch the instructors interact with everybody across all different types of skill levels, all different types of learning levels, um, be able to help them solve problems um, about courses that they're taking, about real life examples, um, about things that are happening in their career, or if you're just trying to troll Richard and look for his cat pictures on Reddit, hint, hint for those <laughs> out there who are looking for They are for great. It. I mean, they're great. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's what makes, I mean, it's something that, that INE invests time and money into, the instructors invest time and money into, Richard invests time and money into, um, you know, to make sure that you all have not just a place to, to learn and pursue your career adventures, but you have a place to talk to real people, people who care about your education, people who care about your learning, people who care about your career, and to see the community come together and to see the community coalesce around a common goal of just making everybody better in cybersecurity and data science and networking and cloud, um, it, it touches my heart. It really does. I, I folks who, who have seen me, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, out there on, on my live streams know that, that that sense of community, that's what drives me to, to want to just make sure that everybody has the best of, of whatever it is that I can produce on a day in and a day out uh, perspective. Yeah, I know you're hugely passionate about this. And Richard, um, you know, truthfully, in, in one of our very first conversations, you and I talked a lot about uh, the your your passion for mentoring people and and hearing directly from students and and, and learning uh, about their journey. And that was one of the things really that that drew me to I and E um, and and made me want to be a part of this team because you genuinely, I mean, it, it's it's like priority one for you. Yeah, I think like the the our our priorities have always been trying to instill like just a love for the students to everybody that joins the INE team. Uh, I mean, they are the most yeah. you know important thing, uh, not thing, but an important uh, aspect of the entire business. I mean, the business does not exist without without the community and without the students and and all the support. Um, and so you know, it's really as you grow and as you scale and all these things become distractions, uh, whether it's from acquisitions or from other, all this kind of stuff. And it's, it's really trying to maintain a, you know, a real laser like focus on the, you know, the students and their education. And, and that's what matters at the end of the day. And that's, and that's literally all that matters in terms of what we, what we can try to do. Um, you know, I think me personally, just it's, it's kept me at INE over the years is, you know, reading the feedback from students and going through those testimonials and seeing how we've changed people's lives. Uh, to me, there's no, there's no greater success than that. And, and that's been, that's, that's still a practice, you know, I, I keep up with. And I think that 
you know, we are really trying to create the best education for the students um, and being able to interact with them, whether it's on community.com or if it's in Discord somewhere or in these other channels uh, or if somebody's messaged me directly on LinkedIn, you know, some people were giving me suggestions. Uh, I turn around and talk to Vivek and say, hey, can we do this on that pla- on the on the lab platform? And he's like, oh, I think we can do it this way. And it's just watching that come out and watching that kind of flow directly from the community into uh, conceptualizing what that looks like on the platform uh, is, is, I mean, that's what it's all about. And that's what we're trying to maintain even as we grow and even as we, you know, do these acquisitions. Uh, but just, yeah, that's, that's so important to me. I, I want to piggyback, uh, Catherine, real quick on on some of the community stuff, because I think one of the things that, that it, you know, for folks who, who don't un- understand or may not be aware of, of just the the unprecedented level of access that you get when you participate in community.ine.com. One of the things that that um, I, I'm I've always you know you know admired about Richard and his views on on INE and where he takes from a company culture perspective is that need to have that that interaction with students. And so community allows folks to talk directly to not just the instructors but also the senior leadership whether it's scott whether it's richard whether it's myself um even josh the cfo we're all there and so it allows an unprecedented level of access to um not just the instructors but also the senior leadership team at ine where you can have your feedback heard you can have your suggestions heard you can have um you know you know you can just talk to normal human beings and have that conversation about what their career journeys have been and get that advice from them and i think it's that level of access I think it's that level of transparency. Um, there's nowhere else out there that that I can think of where you can talk to the folks who are building the content to shape your future and be able to talk to them in such a real, such a direct one-on-one approach and be able to have that much, to Richard's point about, you know, getting a suggestion on LinkedIn and being able to turn around and turn that into content. Um, that's one of the reasons why we wanted to focus so heavily on community was to give you that level of access um, to so that you understand that we're vested in your future, we're vested in your education, your career, just as much as you are. And so I, I couldn't be prouder for how community.ine.com is going and, and I encourage you if you haven't checked it out, um, come join the community, I'd love to chat with you over there. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, in in general, um, you know what what today is about. We took stock earlier this year um, and pledged to give you more, to give our students more, more content, more expertise, more value, more transparency, more communication, um, and, and that is what today is all about. Um, holding ourselves accountable. And I, for one, uh, I know I'm really proud uh, to say that we're delivering on all of that, and we are just getting started. I promise you that. We've got a great kickoff uh, for INE Live 2022 coming up in just a few weeks. Um, We did promise to save some time for some Q&A and we are running super tight on time. I want to get to one question and I apologize that we can only get to one question, but it was asked several times. So I want to make sure that we answer this and it's about career paths. Um, Is the feature live on your website yet? Why don't you guys take a crack at that? Uh, It's not up yet, but it is coming shortly. Uh, Like I said, we are putting a lot of research into it and want to make sure that we put it out um, in I won't say complete, but I will say, you know, I don't know if a career path is ever complete, but uh, I will say in a good in a good spot where there's a you know general consensus that uh, it's 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 correct. You know, I think that making sure, you know, I think that we're guiding students in the right way. And so there a lot of review, a lot of process is going into it to make sure uh, it's done right. I think we want to kick it off. Um, you know, I think we want to get it up there soon and in, in some you know, graphics showing people, uh, giving them the high level and giving them the overview of the courses. 
um, and then work to make it, you know, really interactive and engaging across, uh, you know, for in the upcoming months. Yeah, like a lot of things at INE, it is uh, it is all about making. Uh, the absolute best product uh, for the students and putting it out there as quickly as we can. So um, with that, I, if we did not get to your question, I apologize. We will circle back and answer those questions on social media. So watch for that. Um, and, and with that, Richard, Neil, thank you so much for joining us, for being here today. Thank you, Catherine. Awesome. Great to be here. All right. That wraps up today's stream. Thank you for watching. If you missed it live, you can look for the replay across our social media channels as well as on the INE website. As I mentioned a moment ago, we are taking a holiday break here at INE Live, but you can look for us right here again after the first of the year. We will be live on Tuesday, January 4th to kick off 2022 with some fun. I'm thinking about bringing my noisemakers. I'm not sure yet. You'll have to tune back in for that. Be sure to like and subscribe on the social media platform you're using so you can stay in the loop for details on our next stream and get notifications when we do go live. And as always, we'll want you to bring your questions. We'll see you next time. Until then, have a great rest of 2021 and a very happy holiday.